Hey everyone, I'm Tony Hardman, your host for Not Quite Zen, a podcast about struggling with mental health and finding ways to make life better. I've struggled with mental health all my life, but through lots of therapy and hard work, I've learned how to be calmer, happier, and more grounded. And I hope that this show can do the same for you. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Not Quite Zen. If you're a new listener, please take the time to go to notquitezen.co and sign up for my newsletter. I'll send you life-changing mental health content every Tuesday, including the latest from Not Quite Zen, mental health content from around the web, and a dose of good news stories. Today, I want to talk again about one of my favorite subjects, anxiety. Do you ever have those days when your mind is racing with negative self-talk and worry? Does the thought of going anywhere make you want to throw something across the room or make you start to panic a little bit inside? As your stress levels increase, does your anxiety also go up? If you regularly suffer from anxiety or you've experienced it in the past, you know just how difficult it can be to live with this condition. Most people, myself included, spend a good chunk of time trying to figure out ways to get rid of anxiety. But then when you can't get rid of it, the anxiety gets worse. Here's the hard truth. I have never met anyone who has been able to get rid of anxiety. But if you think about it, that kind of makes sense. Anxiety is left over from our primitive brains to keep us alive. We game out situations in our mind and prepare how to react. This worked great for preventing us from getting eaten by wild animals, but it's not so awesome in modern society. I, too, have never been able to get rid of anxiety, but I have found that there are two effective ways to deal with it so that you can live a joyful, productive life. Option one, if anxiety is holding you back from achieving your goals, then you can conquer it by taking committed action tied to your values. I like to call this brute forcing your anxiety. I explain how to do it in episode 10, how to overcome anxiety with brute force. However, anxiety isn't always something that you need to overcome. Sometimes when you're feeling overwhelmed, you simply need a way to calm your anxiety so you can find some peace. Fortunately, there are many ways to ease anxiety. That's where option two comes in, easing your anxiety. Whether your anxiety is triggered by a specific event or life's general stressors, I'm going to share with you several techniques that will help you feel less anxious so you can clear your mind and bring more calm to your day. You might want to grab a pen and paper, or you can check out the accompanying blog posts, which I've linked in the show notes that will include all of these techniques as well. Number one, observe your anxiety. Before you start trying to calm an anxious feeling, you should try to make space for it. That practice is often challenging because of something called the struggle switch. Dr. Russ Harris, a renowned psychotherapist who focuses on acceptance and commitment therapy, otherwise known as ACT, coined the term and he explains it like a switch in your brain. When negative thoughts or anxiety pop up, the switch flips and the only thing you can focus on is getting rid of these emotions. When this happens, negative feelings often intensify and anxiety increases. Well, you can turn the struggle switch off by making room for your anxiety. So the next time you feel anxiety increasing, try to observe it by noticing how it feels physically. You want to collect as much information as possible about what you're experiencing. To do this, you can ask yourself questions like, where do I feel the anxiety in my body? 
What kind of feeling is it? Am I sweating, tense, or nauseous? Does anything make it better or worse? When you do this, what you're doing is creating a clear picture of what the anxiety feels like for you so you can better understand it. The other activities in this episode will also help you learn how to turn off that struggle switch. Number two, drop anchor. Dropping anchor is another act therapy technique that can help ground you when you're feeling really overwhelmed. The exercise can break your focus on worrying about the future or ruminating about the past by grounding you in the present. To do it, you can use the acronym ACE, A-C-E. A, acknowledge your thoughts and feelings. Verbally or mentally note what's showing up for you in the present moment similar to the last exercise. So for example, you might say, I notice a painful memory, or I notice feelings of worry. Simply observe what's happening with openness and curiosity. Try not to get caught up in it. That's why we say, I notice these things versus I'm feeling these things. It's a little bit of a differentiation, but it helps create some distance from what's going on in your body, and it allows you to observe it with curiosity. C, come back into your body. You can connect with your body in various ways, like pushing your feet hard into the floor, pressing your fingertips together, stretching, or focusing on your breath. E, engage in what you're doing. Connect to the present by focusing on where you are and what you're doing. You can accomplish this by noting your surroundings. For example, you can name five things you see, note all the sounds you hear, and all the smells you can smell. Use your senses to be present wherever you are. When you put all these things together, dropping anchor is probably one of the most powerful techniques that you can use for calming anxiety. I suggest writing it down or Googling it so you can refer to the exercise whenever you need it. Number three is one most people will recognize, simply breathing exercises. When you're feeling anxious, you may notice that your breath becomes more rapid or shallow, and you may even be holding your breath at times. Breathing exercises can ease anxiety by bringing your focus back to your body and the in and out motion of your breath. This can help you relax, calm your anxiety, and connect with the present. Here's a couple breathing exercises that you can try. So number one is anchor breathing. Set a timer for three minutes. Find an anchor on your body by placing your hand on your heart or on your belly, whatever is most comfortable for you. Take a deep breath in and focus on your chest or belly expanding. As you exhale, pay attention to how the ribs or stomach fall back down. Continue like that until the timer ends paying attention to the rising and falling of the air entering and exiting your body. The second exercise is called box breathing. Start by breathing in slowly, letting the air fill and expand your lungs as you count to four. Hold your breath for four. Exhale for four. Repeat that exercise for two minutes. The fourth technique 
is diffusing negative thoughts or simply learning how to accept and let go of negative thoughts. Another ACT therapy technique, cognitive diffusion can help you create some distance from unwanted thoughts. Diffusion is a technique that was developed by Dr. Stephen Hayes, an American psychologist, and the idea is that it will help patients suffering from depression and anxiety. Simply put, it is the process of recognizing your thoughts as just thoughts rather than facts or truths about reality. When you become aware of these thoughts for what they are, you'll feel less inclined to act on them automatically. And by doing this, you can gain more control over your emotions and your behaviors. I often like to use the example of comparing your thoughts to a GPS. When you're driving, the GPS is going to tell you which way to go automatically. But if it tells you to turn right when there's no right turn, you're probably not going to listen. At least I hope not. The same can be true for our thoughts. You might tell yourself you're not good enough, but is that actually true? You could try doing things like saying, I'm having the thought that I'm not good enough. You notice there's a subtle difference there. You're not actively telling yourself you're not good enough. You're just noticing that it's a thought, not a fact. You're not trying to actively get rid of it or change it in any way. You're just reframing that thought. There's other techniques you can couple with this, like leaves on a stream. So for example, if you imagine leaves on a stream, try to mentally place your thought on a leaf and let it float on by. Or for me, I like to think of a pop-up window or you know, an ad in the internet, and I just simply X out of it. This technique is great for dealing with negative thoughts. Number five is a pretty obvious one, and some of you may moan and groan about it, but it works. Hot girl walks work, right? So get some exercise. Exercise is one of the best ways to ease anxiety. Exercising helps release endorphins in your body and reduces stress hormones, and the result is an improved mood. When I'm anxious, I go for a walk or I lift weights, and I often feel much better afterwards. You want to choose something that you're going to enjoy. And the good news is that it doesn't have to be intense to experience the benefits. I'm not talking about crossfitting here or you know pushing huge tires over and over again. We don't have to go crazy here, but taking a walk, doing some stretching, a little bit of yoga, these are all great options to get the blood flowing um, and to release those endorphins. Number six, talk to a friend or a loved one. You might want to be left alone when you're feeling anxious, but talking to someone you care about and who cares about you might be exactly what you need. Talking about your feelings and worries can be a huge help when you're feeling anxious. You can release your anxiety and negative emotions by getting them off your chest. Use your friend as a sounding board. Talking to a friend can also be a great way to build your support network. You should surround yourself with positive people who want to see you succeed. Number seven, write your feelings down. When you're feeling anxious, it can be difficult to make sense of your feelings and know what to do with them. That's one of the biggest problems most people, and myself included, have with anxiety. We just keep spinning our wheels, spinning our wheels. It's like when you're trying to fall asleep at night, you can't shut your brain down. Well, it's because you need to get those thoughts out and figure out what you want to do with them. So like talking with a friend, writing down your feelings can help you process them. You can write about your anxiety, your worries, or anything that's making you upset. Writing down your feelings can help you organize your thoughts, release negative emotions, and give you a place to start to work through your anxiety and move past it. As a bonus, when you're done, write down three things you're grateful for. Gratitude has scientifically been proven to increase happiness, which in turn decreases anxiety. 
you can try journaling to do this every day as a preventative step to combat anxiety, make it part of your mental health routine. There's a lot of great ones out there. Just go on Amazon or anywhere and search for, you know, a gratitude journal or any sort of journal. There's one called Let That Shit Go, a journal for leaving your bullshit behind and creating a happy life. Uh, That's my speed, but something else might work for you. Number eight, practice mindfulness. The goal of mindfulness is to help you to connect with the present moment. Anxiety is often rooted in worries about the future. By focusing on the present, you can ease those feelings of worry and live your life in the now. Even a few minutes can make a huge difference. You can practice mindfulness with meditation. So there's the Calm app or Headspace. Those are both great ways to start. Uh, They do require some money, um, but you could also try YouTube. has lots of free meditations. I always have a meditation at the end of each episode, uh, so that's also a good place to start. Or if you're not into meditating, and I wasn't to begin with when I started with mindfulness, uh, I wrote a blog post that covers 15 ways to be mindful without meditation. So just, you could Google mindful without meditation. It probably won't show my post, but that's okay. Or you can go to notquitezen.co and find that post. Doing these activities consistently is a great way to reduce your anxiety and bring more calm into your life. And a byproduct of this is you will suddenly start to experience more of the small joys in life. And this happens because when we stop to be mindful and connected to the present of what's going on, we can appreciate the good things in our life, no matter how small they are. But if we're constantly focused on the next big thing or thinking about other things that are going to happen or have happened in the past, then you're not really in the present. So it's pretty much impossible to find joy when you're always focused on another time versus the time you're actually living in. Number nine, spend time in nature. This is one of my favorite ways to ease anxiety. I'll be honest, sometimes it's hard to force yourself to get up and go out, but spending time in nature is a great way to ease feelings of anxiety. Being in nature can help you feel more grounded and more in tune with yourself. According to Harvard Health, spending just 20 minutes in nature can lower stress hormones. So go for a walk, sit by a lake or a river, you know, eat your lunch outside. Spending some extended time in nature by backpacking, camping, or renting a cabin is even better. This can not only help reduce stress and anxiety, but it will often ease symptoms of burnout as long as you keep your phone disconnected or you know, you're not constantly answering it. Number 10, try art therapy. Art therapy is another great way to reduce anxiety. It can help clear your mind and give you a sense of calm by focusing on the task at hand. Are you noticing a pattern here? Uh, A lot of these are about focusing on the present. It's kind of crazy how focusing on living in the now can help us stop worrying and thinking about the future and the past all the time. Just something to keep in mind. You don't have to be artistic to practice art therapy. You can color, play with Play-Doh, doodle, or do an abstract painting. Um, you can go look for art supplies to get started. So you can look for you know, coloring books for adults. They have daily doodle journals. They have anxiety relief coloring books. Uh, you know, Get some colored pencils, some gel crayons, some markers, You know, whatever you're into. Make a Play-Doh sculpture. If you have kids, get them involved. So not only are you focusing on the task at hand and doing some art therapy, but you might even get some good family bonding time in there. Number 11, play a video game. 
So playing video games is, can be an excellent way to distract yourself from daily stressors. Why do you think it's a multi-billion dollar industry? Whether you play online, on a console, or on your phone, gaming can be an effective way to reduce anxiety and improve your mood. It can also be a great way to distress after a long day. There are many different benefits of playing video games. So number one, it can boost your brain power and help improve cognitive development. Additionally, gaming has been shown to improve focus and attention span. And finally, gaming can increase social interaction and communication skills. The more you play with friends, the more you'll be able to connect with them even when you can't physically be together, which is something I think a lot of us gamers learned during the pandemic. If you've never been a gamer, a great place to start is your smartphone. Just search your app store for a game that looks appealing to you. They have all sorts of things like Angry Birds used to be a big one. Uh, There's like bubble games. There's all kinds of things on there. Or if you have an Amazon device and a Prime subscription, you can play a huge library of next generation games on their cloud gaming service called Luna. All you need to do is order a Luna controller on Amazon. I would recommend choosing games that will help increase mindfulness. So here's a couple that I recommend. Number one, Animal Crossing. So you're building a community from scratch on a deserted island that's brimming with possibility and cute characters. You create your personal getaway and customize your character, home, decorations, and even the landscape itself. This game will have you entertained for hours and hours. And it's in a category that uh, is now being referred to as cozy games. So if you just Google cozy games, you will find a whole list of titles like Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing uh, that are worth trying that help increase your mindfulness and focus you on the present. Another good one is No Man's Sky. You can experience mindful exploration in a beautiful landscape. There's a mystery that lies at the center of a galaxy and an an irresistible pulse that draws you on an epic voyage to discover the true nature of the cosmos. So if you're into exploration and it's in in nature, but you can't get outside, No Man's Sky is a great one to check out. And I think they also have a lot of new downloadable content to get you started. So get a Nintendo Switch, pull out your smartphone, use your Amazon device. There's all sorts of different ways to try and game. You don't have to be you you shouldn't be playing first person shooters to try like call of duty to try and ease your anxiety but a lot of these games like cozy games can really help with mindfulness number 12 give your anxiety a name so we talked about this one already a little bit but many times anxious thoughts can be repetitive stories that you tell yourself so like i said earlier instead of telling yourself i'm never going to achieve my goals Instead of getting caught up in that thought, try acknowledging it by giving it a name. That's the I'm never going to achieve my goal story again. When you diffuse that thought as a story, it's not a fact and you can create distance from it. Uh, That and cognitive diffusion are kind of tied together, but I wanted to pull it out again separately to remind you to give it a name and there's a practical way that you can do these exercises. Number 13, sing your negative thoughts. Like giving your anxiety a name, singing negative thoughts to a familiar tune, like the Happy Birthday to You song, can help you create distance. For example, try using the thought, I'm going to fail. 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 Sounds silly, right? And probably terrible in my voice because I am tone deaf, but that's kind of the point. When you tell yourself something negative in a silly tune, then it has less power over you. 
another act therapy diffusion technique and number 14 on this list is to speak your anxious thoughts in a silly voice. It can really be any different voice, like a foreign accent, Cookie Monster, Elmo, or anything else you can come up with. Try saying something like, what if I can't do it? You know, for a few times in a silly voice. I know that was super weird. But I guarantee it will have less power over your emotions. If you're a Harry Potter fan like I am and many, many people are, think of it like the Bogart uh, in the books where they create something humorous out of their biggest fear. That's an act therapy technique, and it works. It works for Harry Potter, and it can work for you. The last one, and probably a pretty obvious one, number 15, talk to a professional. Look, I'm all for self-help. Working to constantly improve your emotional well-being is a worthy endeavor, and it's something you should do throughout your life. But there's no shame in seeking therapy when you're struggling. Working with a licensed therapist can help you identify the source of your anxiety and work to reduce it overall. Additionally, a psychiatrist can prescribe medication that might help greatly reduce your anxiety. Save this episode so that the next time you're feeling anxious, you can try out some of these techniques to help ease your anxiety and find more calm in your life. I hope this brings you a little bit of peace, and I wish you the best of luck in your week moving forward. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to subscribe so that you're notified every time a new one is posted. Also, please rate, review, and share this podcast because the more we talk about mental health, the better life can get for those who struggle. Now, please join me in taking one small step towards a calmer day with a two-minute meditation. Start by taking a relaxed but alert posture. If you're driving, continue to focus on the road, and if you're not, feel free to close your eyes or relax your gaze. Feel the weight of your body as gravity connects you to the earth and makes you feel grounded. Relax the muscles in your face, your neck, your shoulders, and the rest of your body. Now let's begin to shift your focus to the breath. Take a deep breath and follow it as it fills your lungs. Exhale slowly and let it all out. Continue to take long, slow breaths, paying attention as it enters your body and brings you calm as it leaves. If your mind is wandered off, slowly bring your attention back to the breath. Now, 
Relax your attention. Take this calming energy with you as you go about your day. Thanks for listening. I hope you join me next time.